بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد Respected friends and elders in a hadith of Bukhari Sharif Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions the incident of three people from the Bani Israel three people from the nations of the past that were traveling and whilst they were traveling it was nightfall so they needed to take refuge somewhere they needed a place to stay and they found a cave in the mountain so when they went into that cave it so happened that there was a rock slide and a huge rock fell on the entrance of that cave and blocked them off so now they were sealed inside this cave how do they come out obviously it's a huge rock they don't have the strength to push it and to move it so they one of them suggested to them that let us make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but we must make dua like among ourselves when we make dua sometimes we, we ask Allah oh Allah accept our dua through the barakat of the pious people in the gathering or the barakat of the young children masoom children in the gathering or through the barakat and wasila of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so they said let us make dua and ask Allah to, ex- to accept the dua and to remove this difficulty using the means of some good deed you all did so each person from the three think within himself what is that one good deed, the best deed he feels he has done in his life, which was done solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to please anybody else, and not for name and fame, not for show off, but some good deed, the best deed that you did with the best intention. So the first person makes dua, he says, Oh Allah, I had two elderly parents, and it was my habit at the end of the day, I used to milk the camels, and bring the milk home from my parents and my family, my wife and children. But I would not allow my family to drink before my parents drank. And one evening I got late, I got delayed. So by the time I reached home, my parents were asleep. So, oh Allah, you know most well that that night I remained waiting for them. Waiting for my parents to wake up so that I can give them the milk first before giving my own family. And my children were crying at my feet for that milk out of hunger. But I didn't give them. I waited for my parents to wake up. And only when they woke up the next morning, I gave them first to drink. And thereafter, I gave the rest of my family. Oh Allah, if you in your infinite grace and mercy know and in your, in your knowledge know that I did this only for your sake, then... Use that amal and to the barakat of that action, remove this difficulty that we are in, move this rock for us. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions that miraculously, divinely, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then moved, that rock moved a bit. But it wasn't enough for them to come out. So that showed that there was, mashallah, effect in that dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted it to an extent, and Allah moved that rock. The second person makes dua, he says, oh Allah, I had somebody working for me. And I had many workers actually working. When they finished their work and they did their labor, I paid them. And the form of the payment was you know, a couple of hundred grams or a couple of grams of, of grains. So he says, one such worker of mine, one of my employees, he didn't come to collect his wage. So I used that and I reinvested it. And I planted it back into my 
farm and that grew that had so much of barakat that from there the whole farm flourished and then when he sold the crop he purchased livestock and that also filled the valley and after a long while this person came back to me and he says oh slave of Allah you owed me my, my wages you haven't given me fear Allah and pay me my wage so he says oh Allah I told him that whatever you see here in this valley belongs to you because it all came from that capital wealth that belonged to you. So that person also could not believe it. He says, are you, are you mocking at me? Are you, are you making fun of me? He says, no, this is genuinely all yours. He says, oh Allah, he took everything. He never left anything for me. And I did, if you know well that I did this only for your sake, oh Allah, then through the barakat of this action, remove us from this difficulty, move the rock for us. That rock moved again a bit more. But still it wasn't sufficient for them to come out. The third person made the dua, Oh Allah, I had one female cousin of mine for whom I had a lot of love and affection. I was infatuated by her actually. And once because of circumstances, because of a drought, her family fell into need. So she came to me to ask for some help and some assistance and I told her, I will give her that help and that assistance, 120 gold coins. I will give it to her, but on condition that she allows me to satisfy my desire with her. Which would have been haram. So because of the circumstance, she agreed. So he says, I gave her the 120 gold coins. And when I was in seclusion with her, she mentioned these words to me. Ittaqillaha wa la tafuddal khatama illa bihaqqihi. Fear Allah. Have taqwa. And we are in the month where we ought to be acquiring the quality of taqwa. Fear Allah and don't break the seal without its right. In other words, that don't do what you are doing unlawfully. If we have to, then with a nikah in marriage, not haram. He says, when she said that, oh Allah, I woke up from there, I got up, I left the money also and I never did anything with her also. Oh Allah, you know through your infinite knowledge that I, if I did this only for your sake, then accept it. And through the barakat of that, remove us from this difficulty. Move the rock. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it such that the rock then moved sufficient, sufficiently for them and they all were able then to walk out the next morning it was in the sun and in the broad daylight. Now, respected friends and elders, these a'mal that these people had, had, had mentioned here, three different types of deeds, generally... Generally, we, are, we attribute good deeds to additional salat, to tilawat of Qur'an, to lot of charity, etc., which are definitely great, great deeds and very rewarding deeds. We would have thought that a person would have said, Oh Allah, I read so many hundred rakats of nafil. To the barakat of that, remove the, move the rock. Oh, oh Allah, I will read a thousand rakats of nafil salah. And that probably would have worked as well. But in this particular instance... The lesson we need to draw is that good deeds lie outside the masjid as well. Good deeds of that caliber, respected friends and allies, that can move a mountain, that can move a rock. The first person, his obedience to his parents, although technically the ulama explain that the rule in our shariat is that if that was the, if that was the situation and his parents were asleep, then his children were definitely rightful. He should have given them to drink. shouldn't have allowed them to cry out of hunger the entire night. It's possible in their sharia the rule was different, Wallahu a'lam. But the underlying lesson there is that 
his his dedication to the service of his parents. Respected friends and elders, my beloved father, rahimahullah, is to put it in this way. He says, every person looks for some buzruk, looks for some sheikh, some pious person, some mulana, some alim, to go and make his khidmah, to go and take his duas, and rightfully so. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed all of us with two buzruks in our homes. Our parents, our mothers and our fathers, respected friends and elders. They, the dua that the parent can give, no person can give. And the, 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 the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the dua of the parent in favor of the child, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't accept other duas like that. So make their khidmat, serve them, respected friends and elders. Take their duas. And if our parents have left the dunya, then we can continue serving them by doing isal tawab for them, doing sadaqah on their behalf, reading Qur'an on their behalf, doing any nafil charity, etc., nafil deed, and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to pass on the reward to them. Like that to maintain their family ties and their relationships after they have left the dunya, their friends, their family, to maintain the relationship is also a part of our obedience to our parents after they have left the dunya. So, that was the first action, the service to parents. was is so unique, respected friends and others, so great, it moved the rock. Second was the honesty. Honesty of the employer. Generally, the employer is in a position of power. If he chose, he could have, he could have refused. He could have said, I offered you your, your pay at that time. You didn't come. You have no pay lying by me. What recourse would that employee have? He is weak. The employer is more powerful. Or if he wanted, he could have technically given him whatever was that few grains that was due to him. But he was honest enough. He was upright. And he said that I used this person's money. And I used that and reinvested it. And then that grew and grew. All of this is from his. So rightfully, I should be offering it all to him. This is the level of honesty, respected friends and elders, that this person had. And honesty had this kind of an effect, it moved a mountain, it moved a rock. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us tawfiq of understanding this. Today to find an honest, upright trader, respected friends and elders, is becoming more and more rare. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave glad tidings that that uh, trader, At-Tajiru Saduqul Amin, the truthful, trustworthy trader, must be truthful and he must be trustworthy. These are two fundamental Qualities that need to be found in the Muslim trader. Then that person, ma'an nabiyina wa siddiqina wa shuhada, on the day of Qiyamah, he will be in the company of the elite. There is no greater company than that, than the company of the Anbiya. And the siddiqin, the very pious, the shuhada, the martyrs, those who gave their lives in defense of Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put the trader who was truthful and honest, Allah will put him in their company. So forget moving mountains in the dunya. In the akhirat, respected friends and Allah, this quality will raise a person to such high ranks. And the third person was the one who held back his desire out of the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was faced with the opportunity of sin, of zina. And here, in his words, he paid the price. He gave 120 gold coins for a woman whom he always admired. Now he had his opportunity. But when he was reminded of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when she innocently told him that fear Allah, don't do this, then immediately it struck his heart. And he maintained his chastity. And he abstained from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So great was this effect, was the effect of this deed 
it moved the mountain and moved that rock for them. Ulama explained it moved the most after this. To show the, the, the great effect of abstinence from haram, abstinence from such wrong and from such sin, respected friends and elders. So on a daily basis, sometimes we are faced with challenges like this. Whether it be the fulfillment of the rights of those who have rights upon us. The parents in this, in this incident was the parents. Sometimes the rights of parents, sometimes the right of somebody else. Then fulfilling that right is part and parcel of our deen. Fulfilling that right for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not for any gain of the world, not for any return in any favor, but for the pleasure of Allah and fulfilling the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a great deed. Similarly, we are faced day to day, respected friends and elders, with opportunities of displaying our honesty or dishonesty. So many occasions you will be at the shop and they gave you wrong change, they gave you extra. So that is now a test. Are you going to be honest enough and tell them, excuse me, I think you made a mistake, I gave you a hundred rand note, not a two hundred rand note, for example, you gave me wrong change. Like for example, when they give us short change, when they, are, when they short change us, we bring it to their notice. Now when it, by mistake that cashier gave you extra, are you going to bring it to, the, to that person's notice? That is the test of honesty. And like that so many other occasions in our day-to-day lives, respected friends and elders. And thirdly, that opportunity of sin and haram, whether it be in the form of zina, whether it be in the form of riba, whether it be in the form of any other haram of the eyes, haram of the ears, haram of the tongue, we are faced with these opportunities all the time. Restraining oneself, holding oneself back, respected friends and elders from this haram, out of the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's the effect. Move the mountain. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, among the people who would be blessed to get the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. On the day of Qiyamah, when it will be so hot and when people will be drowning in their sweat and there will be so much of confusion, so much of panic among the people, those who will be under the shade of, of the arsh of Allah, respected friends and elders, will be at ease. They will be in complete comfort on that day. So among those selected few that will be given place in the shade of the arsh of Allah, the throne of Allah, is وَرَجُلٌ دَعَتْهُمْ رَأَةٌ ذَاتُ مَنْصَبٍ وَجَمَالٍ A person who had the opportunity of, of doing wrong with another woman. He was seduced, he was enticed by a woman who had financial and social standings. But he said, إِنِّي أَخَافُ اللَّهِ His response was, I do not want to commit haram, I don't want to fall into zina, I don't want to fall into adultery or fornication. I fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So great respected friends and elders, like I'm saying on one hand, on one hand it moved a mountain in the dunya, in the akhirat, in the, on the day of qiyamah, this will be the effect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless this person and will put him as part of those select few who will be given the great honor of being in the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of qiyamah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq of understanding. Wa akhru dawan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.